Hajimimashite, Kyle this. Or, here we go, check this out. Hajimimashite, Kyle to moshimasu. Onemai wa? In case you're watching this and have not yet worked through Introduction 1 in the Duolingo Japanese app, you may be confused. If you have completed this section, then good for you. I'm sure you are well aware that I had just said, Hello, my name is Kyle, in two different ways. What's the difference between them? Well, prepare yourselves, as over the next few minutes, I'm going to clarify what was taught within this section, try to clear up all that was confusing, and get a real Japanese speaker's opinion on the material to check and see if what we have learned was actually how the Japanese speak. That's wrong. Oh, sorry. Did I sound rude? The first thing that I didn't even think about before learning Japanese is how the sentence structure could be different. Turns out it is. Anyways, the key rule in Japanese is how the verb is always placed last in the sentence. For example, in English you would say, I ate sushi. See the verb right there in the middle? Now compare this to a Japanese sentence, I sushi ate. Hear that? Verb at the end. Next up we have omission, the removal of unnecessary words within a sentence. And turns out in Japanese there's quite a few of these. So how do we know what words are unnecessary? In Japanese, the context of the situation does a lot of the talking. For example, in Japanese, if I was to ask you what is your name, to respond you would literally just say your name, plus our sentence ender des. They don't need you to say my name is as a response, as that's pretty clear at this point. Omission is everywhere, because uh, we don't like to be so clear, so that we can hide our mistake. Anyway, I could, in Japanese, I would say, Did you get it? You didn't hear who did it. But then like, uh, just because like you and me are talking now and you know, like who actually went to the cafe, so you could tell, but like uh, I didn't have to say it. As you continue to learn and feel like there's a word missing from a sentence you're trying to translate, then there probably is, due to omission. This will take some getting used to. Next up is the first name ender that we learn, san, meaning Mr. or Mrs. Now I actually find it quite surprising to know that in Japanese, when saying someone's name, you'll always add what's called a name ender to the end. It's just part of how the Japanese communicate. And if you don't actually do this, it can be taken as rude. However, never use this when stating your own name unless you want to sound like a fool or an ignorant foreigner. And we don't want to do that, do we? I... That's funny. Like even in English, you don't just introduce yourself, oh, I'm Mr. Kyle, or like I'm Mrs. or I'm Queen Chisa, right? Does it make sense? To continue along the subject of respect, just a little bit, what's the deal with the O as in O Genki Deska versus Genki Deska? Well, the only difference of placing the O in front of Genki was O shows more respect, and that makes this statement more polite. So they both mean the same thing, one is just more polite and formal. Next up is WA, the character used to mark the main subject within a sentence. WA belongs to a large family within Japanese called particles, sometimes referred to as markers. 
I won't get into this now as it's a massive subject, but I'm very curious to see how Duolingo will introduce more of these crazy things in the future and how it'll actually teach us these. Such as this classic example from Duolingo. John san wa America jindes, meaning John is an American. In this sentence, as wa was placed directly after John san, this marks Mr. John as the main subject within this sentence, making him an American person. Des. Lastly, within this section you will realize that aside from all the hiragana that you had learnt, you also have all these katakana and kanji characters thrown at you. Now, you'll notice that katakana, they all have the same sounds as hiragana characters. Just a new look. So why use them? Hiragana is only used to write native Japanese originating words, but when it comes to words like Canada, America, computer, juice, ice cream, ice cream, and so on, these words come from other places and languages, so they will be spelled using katakana. And when it comes to kanji, this one is a whole new world, so just be patient and give it time. Let's now end off with the best part. What did we learn to say in this section? Well, here we go, starting with nice to meet you. Version 1, hajimemashite. Once more, hajimemashite. Version 2, dozo yorashiku onegashimasu. Once more, dozo yorashiku onegashimasu. Wow, what a phrase. I'm guessing this one is maybe an overly polite way to say nice to meet you, or maybe very formal. I don't know. Let's get some clarification on this one. Hajimemashite means nice to meet you. So like you can just use it to anyone who you've never met before. Hajimemashite. So because hajime means to begin or to start something new. So you only use it to those who you've never met. And then what's the next one? Dozo yoroshiku onegai itashimasu. Or dozo yoroshiku onegai shimasu. Either. It's a very weird Japanese typical phrase, but very important. So like when you can use this phrase is like whenever you start something, like uh, something to work with the people, then you could say like, Dozo yoroshiku onegai shimasu. Like please just do it well type things. Or like please uh, work together with harmony. And next up was how to refer to yourself such as saying I, such as I am a student. This sounded like watashi. So again, I in Japanese is watashi. To say I am a student is watashi wa gakusei desu. You see, watashi for I, then wa, that particle marking me as the subject, then gakusei for student, and then there's our sentence ender, desu. Means I am chisa, but we really use it. When it comes to stating our name in Japanese, there are two ways taught so far. The first is real easy just say your name, then des. For example, Kyle des, meaning I'm Kyle. Now the next way is a bit longer, but more polite and specific, I imagine. Sounding like Chisato moshimasu means my name is chisa. This is uh, the phrase I would uh, use to introduce myself, especially, like, especially for like any formal situation, like uh, introducing yourself 
uh, to like your new co-workers or to your boss and such. To conclude this section, I will end by explaining the two similar phrases that confused me as I was working my way through this thing here. Ah, watashi wa nihonjin desu. I'm Japanese. Watashi wa nihon shushin desu. I'm from Japan. And that is how to say, I am from Canada or I am Canadian. This one took me a minute to realize the difference, but once I understood, it made sense. If you want to say, I am from Canada, you would use the phrase, Watashi wa Canada shushin desu. I am from Canada shushin. If you want to say I am Canadian, as in your nationality, you would say Watashi wa Canada jin desu. I am Canadian. I hope this video has helped you feel more encouraged and just confident overall in what you are learning. It's easy to get confused so far, especially when beginning a new language. And remember, we're here to help. The whole point of this challenge is to help guide you along your own personal journey and motivate you to reach whatever goal it is that you have in learning Japanese. Also, be sure to check out the description of this video as I have posted links to other lessons that I have made covering the subjects that we have only touched upon throughout this video in much greater detail, such as kanji, particles, and sentence enders. The next stage that I'll be working through within Duolingo will be Introduction 2. So make sure that you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss out on that one. And with that said, leave your comments below, share this series with others trying to learn Japanese, and as always, arigatou gozaimasu for watching, and I look forward to seeing you in the next video.